tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Twenty till the top of the hour here on a Thursday morning. Glad you're with us. Once again, 21 degrees outside. It's a bit chilly, and temperature's going to reach to 27 before, once again, a wind chill advisory in effect and a little bit of snow possibly mixed in with that later today and rolling into tomorrow. We go to the phones, and our good friend from Chief Splits joins us now, Nick Athen. Good morning, Nick. Thanks for getting up with us, buddy. Hey, Ross. Uh, good morning to you and everybody in the soon-to-be frigid temperatures in Kansas and Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, I love the tweet from Justin Reed uh, from the Chiefs saying, hey, bring a piece of cardboard to the game on Saturday. You can stand. It'll be warmer for you because they can stand on it. That was pretty funny. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, uh, he's playing good football, and he's also great for a quote. So uh, uh, glad he's on our side, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, Nick, I actually want to start first and foremost with just the thoughts of, of three really big coaches in the game of football either stepping away or getting asked to step away what are your thoughts on that just all happening in the last 24 hours or so well it's a it's a pretty significant time in uh, football history if you think about it Um, you know we we're fortunate in Kansas City that we've had two legends Hank Stram and Andy Reid and you know you look at the era of Bill Belichick what 20 25 years 24 years in New England, Pete Carroll, 13 years. Uh, Nick Saban, 17 years. You're talking about three of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, you're talking about three guys that have, uh, for a, a, a crazy period of time, have had continued success, you know, at, at different levels. I mean, Pete Carroll's won a, a Super Bowl and a national championship. Um, you know, uh, Nick Saban didn't do well in the NFL, but, you know, his work at Alabama is second to none. You know, and then you look at Bill Belichick, and granted, you know, Bill Belichick's success is really tied to Tom Brady. He's not a good coach without him, but it doesn't matter. You last 24 years in one place. Uh, you win, uh, what, six Super Bowls. Uh, you know, you make your owner a lot of money. Uh, it, it's just, it's incredible to think about how long in the era that we play in and we watch now that these guys actually stuck around as long as they did. In fact, I got I got a column coming up here shortly in Chiefs Blitz talking about Andy Reid because all three of these guys are 70. Andy's going to be 66 this year in March. And you have to wonder at some point, you know, we're going to be facing the same thing that New England, Seattle, and Alabama have with losing their legends. So for me personally, I think this is an extremely significant moment in, in the history of, of football. And we're going to look back at this week you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, and really understand when there are, there are very few people that will follow them that will have that success and will coach that long. Um, And we're going to appreciate them, I think, even more. No, I would agree. And I guess that, that leads me to my one big question. And I, I don't know anybody I can think of, but I mean, if there is anyone that's coaching now that could be the next you know, great coach. I mean, who could that be? I mean, Andy Reid, of course, comes to mind in the NFL side. Does anybody in the college game come to that mind? Who could be the next great coach? You know, I don't know. I mean, I guess if Debo Samuel leaves Clemson and goes to Alabama, you know, that would be, he would probably be the next guy up, you know, from the college ranks goes. Um, You know, I, I, I don't see, I don't see because of the, 
the way college football is being run right now in the NIL and, and, you know, these guys basically are free agents. And, you know, I, I think that's the reason that Nick Saban ended up leaving. He just, <clears throat> this pay to play stuff in college football was just not to his liking, even though Alabama had the largest war chest out there to entice these kids to come in and play for millions of dollars. Um, I just don't think that the sustainability of a career like that is going to happen because, you know, Alabama loses Nick Saban, and that means another team's going to lose the coach, and then another team's going to lose the coach. And there's just constantly shuffling um, in college football. And uh, I, that's why I don't think you'll ever see another Nick Saban. That's just crazy. Nick Athen of Chiefs Blitz joins us here on the Morning Blitz. Uh, Nick, t- talk to me about this upcoming playoff game with uh, with the Dolphins, because I look at it, and I look at it this way. You've got a Dolphins team coming in that's pretty boogered up. They haven't played yeah. great down the stretch. And you're going to be at home in front of the Chiefs' kingdom with absolute frigid temperatures taking on a team that does not play in frigid temperatures. I mean, this is setting up about as perfectly as it could for Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, it really is. But, you know, you know, in the NFL, any given Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, or Thursday these days, anything can happen. And, you know, I, I, I look at it this way. Lots of made of the fact over the last 10 cold weather games Time 40 for degrees or less the the, uh, they're they're 0 and 10 you know in that weather conditions well if they leave arrowhead saturday night at 1 and 10 we're all going to be pretty upset so you know i don't take i don't take the injuries and i don't take the cold temperatures this is still you know offensively they're going to have Jalen waddle back they're going to have raheem mozart back um you know so that means that these guys are going to be at full strength offensively now, that doesn't mean they're banged up. I mean, Tyreek Hill is dealing with a calf and an ankle injury. He's, got, he's going to be nowhere near 100%. And playing in the cold temperatures as he's played in the past knows what that does to the body, especially when it has, you have to gear up speed. Um, so I look at this game as an opportunity for the Chiefs to reset the narrative for the postseason. Um, this has not been a good year. If you're a Chiefs fan and we're all spoiled, Ross, you know it. Everybody will say the same thing. We expect Super Bowls. We expect AFC championships. We expect AFC West titles. And the Chiefs have given, you know, six games away that they easily could have won them all had they made one less mistake out of the plethora of mistakes they've made. So, to me, this is a reset game. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs care about the injuries. I don't think they care about the temperature. Um, I think Charles Amenehu said it best this week. You know, if you're talking about the weather, you've already lost the football game. So, they're going to be focused. It's going to be difficult for Miami to win. I expect Kansas City will, will defeat the Dolphins. Uh, but this is more importantly, this has to be a game to where the Chiefs reset their offense, reset their mindset, and say, hey, we are still the team to beat, whether we're at home on the road. It makes no difference. You know, everything, the Super Bowl 58 goes through Kansas City, um, even if that means, you know, going to Buffalo or going to Baltimore, which I would love to see, by the way, um, you know, to, to, to extend their – their, their postseason run and become that dynasty team. He brought some Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes deliver the Super Bowl this year. He will be the GOAT. will be the, the greatest modern dynasty we've ever seen over the last six years. I'd say it, it, to me that just seems like such a stretch after the way they've played all season long. I, uh, I mean, it, it's it seems I've described the Chiefs, mm. especially offensively, Nick, this year as a team that is just continually stuck in neutral. You know, they just yeah. can never put it in gear. Like there's times where they pop the clutch and there they go, and then all of a sudden it it, it comes out. I mean, it's 
it's really been an offensive year where it's really hard to put into words. I I don't know how you would describe it, but like I said, it feels like just this whole year the the offense, especially, has just been stuck in neutral. Yeah, and they've been stuck in neutral for a lot of reasons. You know, they they counted on some young receivers that didn't pan out. You know, and that's not necessarily <clears throat> you know that's not necessarily their fault. I I kind of blame the organization a little bit. You know, when it comes to Kadarius Tony, you know, saying he was a number one, even though he's never proven it at the NFL level. Um, you know, he gets injured the first day of practice. He tears his, his meniscus. You know, it took him a long time to get comfortable being out on the field. They rushed him back. You know, they, they, he had some mistakes and he made some big errors. Um, you know, Sky Moore also, you know, I, I thought Sky Moore would have an incredible sophomore season. And, you know, he's on IR and he's basically been a bust this year. And it isn't because neither one of those guys have talent. I just don't think they could uh, they could handle the expectations. Um, you know, last year they had a veteran in Juju Smith-Schuster. Thank God Rasheed Rice, you know, has come uh, come alive and kind of taken over that role and actually made this offense better. But, you know, you're right. It's been a mess. It's been a work in progress. But I look at the Bengals game as the outlier and say, okay, if the Chiefs <clears throat> run the ball, take deep shots, play a little bit more Mahomes kind of football, and with this defense, they're going to be just fine. Because there's not going to be a team in the postseason that's going to score more than 20 points against Kansas City's defense. It's just not going to happen. I don't care if it's in Baltimore or Buffalo or Cleveland or Houston or whomever they may face in the postseason. This defense is not giving up more than 20 points in a game. Now, that doesn't mean that the offense is going to, you know, might, not turn, might turn the ball over to give up you know, a pick six or a fumble return like they did against the Raiders. But – Overall, just play good, solid, basic offense. They've got a chance, and what a great story it would be if, uh, if, 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 if in a year in which their offense has been miserable, that they find it in the postseason and they win. So I'm not going to bet against them. I think it's on. I think there's a a, a less than uh, 50% chance that, you know, they're going to – they're not going to make a, a back-to-back Super Bowls. But you still got Patrick Mahomes. you still got Andy Reid. you still got Travis Kelsey. And, you know, their offensive line is going to have Donovan Smith back this week, which is going to be huge. Um, Pacheco's healthy. Um, you know, Rasheed Rice looks like an all-pro. All you know, Justin Watson is consistent. You know, they, they've got the makings of it there, but it's just not going to be flashy. And the Chiefs have postseason experience where the Dolphins don't. The Ravens certainly don't. The Bills have some. Uh, the Browns, you know, we don't know what Joe Flacco is going to do. Um, so it isn't like it's going to be a difficult path for Kansas City. If they lean on their experience, they, they could get to another AFC championship game. Well, it certainly has been a disappointing year where the fact where the defense has played so good and the offense has not been able to really find its footing because what could have been is right. what I'm sure a lot of Chiefs fans are thinking. But like you said, you're right. The the AFC kind of play could pan out well for Kansas City uh, if they could if they could just get a few things going. I'm curious before we let you go of the wild card matchups this weekend. Besides, of course, the Dolphins and the Chiefs, what other game or two is really intriguing to you and could have some interesting outcomes? Well, I, I'm really fascinated by um, the Browns and the Texans. I, I Listen, I love Joe Flacco, and my reason is personal. He's the first professional non-Chiefs athlete I ever interviewed. 
uh, when he was at the Combine years ago. And he couldn't have been more gracious and more nice. And had the New York Jets uh, brought him on, maybe the Jets are in the playoffs. But I think what he's done in Cleveland is just absolutely remarkable. So if somehow the Browns beat the Texans, he gets to go back to the Ravens where he won a Super Bowl and try to upset them. And with the Browns' defense, as scary and good as it is, um, that'd be a matchup I'd love to see. You know, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, listen, the, the weather's going to be really cold. It's going to be 20, 30-mile wind gusts. You're not going to be slinging the ball. And the Steelers have two of the best running backs, running back tandems, the best running back tandem in the NFL. And they can just run the ball all day long, and that could be a close game. Um, you know, and to me, you know, Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. I mean, Detroit is my Super Bowl pick, you know, so – uh, I got I, I picked the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs at the beginning of the year, and, I, and I'm still alive for that. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And then the Eagles and Bucks, to me, uh, you know, are the Eagles going to turn flip the switch? And uh, if not, the Baker Mayfield story in Tampa Bay is, is is incredible. So I think for the first time, Ross and I can't remember maybe five six seasons, the AFC the AFC Wild Card round has more storylines, has more um, intriguing matchups, and there's so much doubt where this is a year where, you know what, every road team could win. Uh, this is a year where every home team could win. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. He is Nick Athen. Check out all his great stuff from him and his boys on Chief Blitz. They've got great content there. Nick, as always, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it, and we will catch up soon. All right, Ross. Uh, looking forward to it. Take care, buddy. Once again, great stuff there from Nick Athen of Chiefs Blitz, chiefsblitz.com. Uh, great place to go and get caught up on all your Chiefs information. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll come back real fast. We'll get our thoughts on the Jayhawks losing last night. Uh, Colorado Buffaloes also losing as well. We'll get to all that coming up here uh, in just a little bit here on the Morning Blitz. <laughs> 